And by the way, what are we going to do when this is live and we ne- we're never on time? No, we always are on time. <laughs> Only today we had that problem. Yeah. 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 This is going to be our fe- first podcast of, of March. You know that? In a, in it a is. Prop, in a it proper is. studio. It is. Yeah. Are a we pro- recording already? We're rec- well, holy yeah. shit. Today's shoot, March shoot. the 2nd, 2018. I got Buddy. I got Fargini. I'm Alejandro. And people, let's talk about cars. Yo, hit it, Pedro. Wow! In, in yeah, we're doing effects. it live now. Wow. I got to sync up the actual video of that por- portion. And can I say yeah. good luck with everything? <laughs> that's all. That's all I, we got for you. I know. What do we got today on the schedule, buddy? Because it's been it's been a it's been an excellent week for us. We've been busy. We've been uh, uh, putting a lot of miles on on Sam and Dan's track <laughs> hawk too. Uh, we've been working a lot with the guys at Gas these days so that we can complete our project cars, which is a Raptor and the other stuff that we're building with them. And uh, we're we've been also. Uh, Avi, uh, Avi news. Well, we've been getting our Avi uh, things going, and also our rental fleet started. Like we started that off that conversation. We need to meet with Jeff, so that's all going on right now. While at the same time, we are moving still ahead with the taco shop. We got the the kitchen design and all of that stuff done. Now it's on the architects thing to get it to the plan stage and all of that stuff. May, so may I ask some questions? Yes, the sir. Taco? Okay, right, is there going to be a salsa bar? Actually, this is great. Topic. There will actually be a salsa bar. Okay. This is what I like, what I'd like to know. Go ahead. On the lower end of the spicy spectrum of your salsas, okay? There's are, not such a you, thing. So this is my question. Are you going to start off with novice, easy, mild workup? Or you like what, what's the starting point of the spiciness? Because that's important to me and my daughter. Barely spicy for Mexicans. That's where Barely we're going to start. What are you going to name that? Mild or novice? No, because once you start, it's salsa verde. It's the one that doesn't doesn't salsa kill you that bad. Yeah. Can I? Can we get a not too spicy red salsa? I'll talk to. Can I? Can I be? I'll talk can to I, my dude. Can I please be involved in the salsa bar, please? No, because you're not Mexican. I'll, this is what I'll hold do. On, hold on. This I'm, is what I'm going to do for okay, you. Okay. I'm going to show you. You'll taste. Which, by the way, we've had them a million times yeah, at the house. Of course, of course. You've tasted the salsas. Yes. You tell me if you can take any of those because last time you were dying with the one that you picked. Great. Can I just tell you my concern? And then if you cannot, then, then we'll, we'll tell it. the we'll tell them, can we make a milder sauce uh, for Fargini? Are you going to have burritos also? No. Okay. No, 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 just tacos. Okay. And uh, so the thing is, Nyla likes to have bean tacos. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I just want to make sure I can bring her and we'll, Absolutely we'll have a good not. time. <laughs> my wife is the same way. But no, but so uh, the, the taco bars that we, you know, that we traditionally would have, yeah. you know, they had bean and rice as, you know, like the, the sides. My wife, when she would make the tacos, she would just get the tortilla, put a little bean and rice on it, and that's it. We all do that. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. I love doing that, actually. So, yeah, yeah no, no, no. Of course, we're getting. Yeah, yeah. Of course. On Sundays and Saturdays when I'm bored. These ain't going to be no, uh, uh, even though we love Wobble or Sugarfish, we love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And they go, like, no substitution. Get the fuck out of here. We'll Whatever Mexican meat you want on your Mexican tortilla, you can have, <laughs> homie. It's funny. On a, um, uh, when I do my show on Sunday, yeah. one of the topic questions is going to be what is uh, salsa bar etiquette? I mean, I want to get people's. I want to get people to come in. Like, I don't think anyone's going to know anything about that. I know, but we should we should have some a dialogue. That would Let's be like a, a good. Dialogue. That would be a good conversation for for white people in Palm Springs that are like eighty five <laughs> years old. What are you What are and, you and, doing? And this, this salsa bar. This, this question stems from those people at the at the. That's salsa what I'm bar. saying. You know what That's I mean? What They're what the I'm ones saying. that are causing me to do. Of this. course, I, I really think that we need to improve your ability to take heat, Fargini. Like, this is really disappointing. So how do you do that? You just eat more hot stuff. You eat more hot stuff. Even you Rodrigo graduate. was able to do it. Rodrigo couldn't even taste the red chips from Lay's. You yeah. know the red ones? Yeah. They're called adobadas in Spanish. They're mm-hmm. not even spicy. Yeah. Rodrigo would sweat and be like, oh, I can't Dude, take I'm, this. Look, and at now this he, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. He is. I, I'm You're sweating, sweating right now sweating thinking about it. From the thought of this. Look. He legitimately is. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> what do we got on the, on the schedule so, for today? So I actually have a question here from AJN19714 on Salamandra.com. And he is asking, Alejandro, what was your first supercar and why did you choose that? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So what? I, I, I honestly, I have no idea. What was your first supercar? You really don't know. I, I don't remember. Oh, you're gonna enjoy this one. Do you remember which one was my first supercar? I think I'm gonna say a Ferrari. A Ferrari four thirty. Oh, four thirty. It, was it the one that Belen hated because yeah. of how loud it was? Yeah. Ah, yeah. The yeah, F430 yeah. Spider. Did yeah. you have a scu- Scuderia or was just no, a regular? no, 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 the regular one? And that's when I realized that you could make car payments for seven, nine, and eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Ferrari. I didn't have 
anywhere near enough money to buy this thing cash. And I legitimately just went and said, give me a loan. And they were like, well, you know, we have financing for seven, nine years. I was like, oh, really? Do you? What's the payment on this? And then they showed me the payments. I was like, what about this one? And it was so easy to get that. Yeah, of course. I, by the of way, course. I cannot get a Walmart credit card, like, with a $1,000 limit. I, I, but a Ferrari, yeah, yeah, a Rolls yeah, Royce, yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem. No fucking problem, homie. Amazing, no problem. Right? Amazing. It's crazy how that works. Either way, I got my... Uh, it kind of makes sense if you think about it, though. I don't want to dive too far into that th- topic, but at least Ferrari, when they're financing you a car, at least they know they can go back and get it. They're never going to go back and get the cash, you know, that, that you, you would spend on a Not credit really. card, right? The, the, I mean, they'll try. Yeah, but what about Rolls-Royce? Like, no, 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 no. The way they mm. look at it, the way they look at it is this moron is willing to put himself in that much risk, and they're just, they're betting that you're one of the 95% <laughs> that does pay for everything. Yeah, but, but also, I would say, overall, in the in the credit business, yeah, cars they're more lenient with cars because they know you need the car to work, you need it for family, you, whatever. You're, you're gonna uh, you're gonna make you're gonna make that car. Pay. I'm, I'm talking about lower end cars. That their theory is you're gonna make the payments over your house or anything else. That's what I'm need, saying. It yeah. is because they know you're one of be, you're gonna be one of the 95 percent that yeah. do pay their yeah. their car payment. So I bought a Ferrari. Why did I buy a Ferrari? Because I thought they were the best cars in the world. Mm. That was my thought. That's yeah. all I knew. I knew that Ferrari Which was says- synonymous with fast crazy insane and it sounded great it felt really really fast it had an f1 uh gearbox sequential gearbox right with the changes with the paddles already so it was all crazy like that it had carbon fiber it was convertible and i liked it i liked owning it a lot more than i actually enjoyed the car can i tell you, <laughs> you why you wanted to be like the guy that hey i own a ferrari it sounded crazy mm-hmm which is great, but he droned like a motherfucker to the point where Belen was, you need to sell this. I hate this car. That's one. <laughs> Second, every time, because, yes, I was the guy with a Ferrari in an apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I moved it's, up. A very, it's a very L.A. thing, by the way. But hang on. Didn't I move up in the world? You did. Didn't I move you up did. in the world? Okay, so I started. one of you guys did. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I started... <laughs> Right, the other guys, the other are guys like in downtown in the housing, housing yeah, yeah, or yeah, skid row. Still yeah. are. Every time I would pull into my parking, into the parking structure of the building, the car had to go through this like up, down, and sideways process, and you could hear the chassis go, like barely chassis, being able to handle chassis flexing on you. The chassis was like, homie, there is no rigidity here. Please don't do that ever again. And every time I would pull in or out of the parking lot, it was the same thing. And it felt like the car was going to break. Every now and then I'd be in traffic and my gearbox wouldn't go into gear. That was another thing that the 430s had you might in common. Wanna, you want to have a doctor look at that. I will. I will. <laughs> that was another thing he did. Oh, my! the battery was a, a constant issue on the car. And the basic Ferrari stuff. The basic Ferrari problems. Absolutely. Yeah. At least you didn't catch on fire. Uh, I had a problem with the fuel pump on this one, too. Ooh, you're very lucky. <laughs> very lucky. Uh, and, and whatever. That that was my first car, and I legitimately bought it for all those reasons. But now that I know so much more about the car, it's just that it had a really bad traction control system on that let the car just go, legitimately just go. So people that drove Ferraris back then, they were like, they have so much power you can barely control the car. It makes you a driver's car. It's terrible. Drives like a pig. Oh, you can't say that. Why not? It's a Ferrari. It's a shitbox. Nah, that shit wasn't well made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now that you have hindsight, now right. that you have perspective, that shit wasn't well made. Yeah. And it was a happy coincidence that it made a lot of noise and that people, it's kind of like off-roading on the road. <laughs> That's right. the best the chaos, way of describing the chaos. the chaos of a Ferrari. That's what yeah. it was. That's what the, that meant. And I just legitimately bought it because I thought it was the greatest car on earth. Did they let you test drive it? I I think so. Surely, surely they did. Like, this was your first one. Like, I think I'm so, trying to see yeah. what, what it was that would, like, I'll take it. It, it was a Ferrari, man. That's what I'm saying. Without I even went driving in, it, I was going to buy the car either out, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in to buy a Ferrari, nothing else. So that was my first, my first supercar, and it was awesome. Mm. It was awesome to have it. It was. I mean, even though it had all those problems, it was great. I remember how it felt and how, I don't know, like how many smiles he put on my face just to think about like, 
finally got one of these. But how many frowns? How many frowns? A lot more. A lot more. I got a lot of people just... Well, there was a second part of the question, by the way, that was asking, Buddy and Fargini, what will your first supercar be and why? And Raptor is not an option, by the way. Uh, uh, By the way, the Raptor, to me, is a supercar. I would say it's a super truck. Yeah, it's got different category. But, Either way, but yeah, yeah. What what will your first supercar be? What like if you if you had super to pick car, one, what would you, you cannot go for? pick the SVR Jag. Hold on, can this trackhawk be that? No, no. Why is the SVR? Why is that? Whoa, 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 supercar, not sports car. We talked about this. No, but that's putting out supercar numbers. It doesn't homie. matter. Supercar numbers does not equate okay. to supercar. Is the AMG GT whatever coupe thingy? Is that a supercar? No. You got to give me some options on what's a supercar because I totally forgot what a the... Ferrari, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari 430. Uh, I'm sorry, 488 <laughs> oh, and above. Wow. Okay. Uh, Lamborghini, anything like the Huracan and above. Uh, McLaren, anything from the 570 and above. Fuck, what was From Porsche, the GT2 RS, 918. Well, well he, he, he limited, he narrowed it down. I know in the last podcast we had this discussion or two podcasts ago of, you know, what what's the difference between sports car, supercar, hypercar. Um, I ha- I had the new I had the new Vantage in, in the supercar category, but I do understand that that is more of a sports car, I guess, because. But I I don't know because you're not really compromising yeah. anything in, the, in in that vehicle, okay, is, right? Is the, I might put the Vantage as a supercar. Is, is the, the DB11 a supercar? The V8 DB11. You're yes, s- you're still not yes. compromising anything. Yes, absolutely a supercar. What do you mean compromising anything? Because I, I, I think what we talked about is like the, the Viper ACR. Like you can't really make that a supercar even though it has high performance because right. you're compromising like the interior. The interior like if, if, you're, if you're compromising something within the vehicle. Oh, you're saying a, a, a supercar is, is, is a compromise. You've got to compromise some stuff. No, it's not. No, no, no. No, a, a supercar like is, is when you're, you're doing as much as you can to make it high end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you you got great performance with the car. You got have it. great interior luxury. You have great, great price. looks. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. For the price, price, you're getting. You're getting. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Something substantial. I would do uh, V8 DB11. Okay. Yeah. That, that's I, fair. I, why? I, and on. Why? I, I, uh, you know what? I'm an Aston Martin guy. I think. And also, I don't like. <laughs> I think. <laughs> not an Aston Martin guy. You're the furthest from Aston Martin guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an Aston Martin oh guy. My God. Jesus. Like, I drove this. I drove or maybe this, not. I, I drove your 720, right? <laughs> I didn't like the way the brakes felt. I, I was petrified the whole time. It was not an enjoyable thing. And I feel like the DB, the V8 DB11 yeah. is a lot less problematic. Not problematic, but less things to worry about and be scared. And I just want to get it. I want to sit in the car, hit the gas, make noise, and go and get a hand job. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, that's from, the ra- that's from the radio show. That's from the radio show, yeah, not yeah, from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's my. Perfect. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That, that what about you? Sense. Well, I mean, the Vantage is is where I started. That's where I kind of you know, once I saw the question, I started thinking about it, and the Vantage is where where I landed. But if if that were not to fit into the category at all, like if that's just too much on the Balboni line, I would say I would say the five seventy S Spider. Yeah, I would say I would say that would be the next like really attainable. Ever since Peace? we saw it at Goodwood, Jesus, I oh, love that car. Or when Paul, when Paul brought the, the what, what the kind of one. the cerulean blue? Is that what I don't it's, know what it's called? called? My God, oh, it's beautiful, beautiful, My beautiful, God. beautiful. And why? I just think that it offers everything. It it, it offers great performance. It, it's it's a fun car to drive. Like it just it's so zippy in a way, but yeah. it still feels powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's glued to the road. The interior is nice. It gives you all of the amenities that you want. It feels luxurious. And then when the the top drops, yeah, the the doors. It's got great doors. And then when the top goes down on it, it's not like a it's not like a cheap removable top. You know, it, it it's an actual fu- functioning. Hard top that that dives back in, so it's got like it's just a really cool, cool car. Like it has, gosh, everything that I that I would it, want. It takes all the super yeah. sports car. Yeah. Thing. It honestly, that five seventy is so much bang for your buck. It really is. Again, there's nothing on the market for that cheap that does With all the shit that it does. At, I mean, you can get one for two hundred thousand dollars if you really yeah. look. Maybe even uh, a coupe could be maybe one eighty, one ninety. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, not, yeah, not a convertible. I mean, e- even still, like uh, I took out that 650s with yeah. with O'Gara, mm-hmm. guys. That was 180. Yeah, it was 180. You probably get it less than that, and the feel insane, was right? Absolutely insane. Like it 
felt like a new car. Yep. You know, like it. it, it they are I, still drive. It like is. It is. It's, right. Like it's not. It's not an older generation car. A lot. A lot of people will look at it like, yeah, you know, that's you know the previous Where, seven. Whereas with Ferrari, there's a big gap between. There is each generation Absolutely. car. Like the four eighty, the four five eight made a huge jump into the four eighty eight. The LT from the other one didn't really make that big of a jump, even though it was way quicker car to the 720. Yeah. It wasn't that much of a change in the feel and all that stuff. Well, there's stuff. so much time between those cars that they that they actually release things. So they're 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 just running a production, you yeah. know, on, on those on those different lines. Whereas McLaren, they're they're kind of like a supercar company that meets like a high production volume car company. Yeah, like, it's like Pagani uh, with money. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm no, serious. But, but I'm, also, I'm also talking about like a, like a Ford or a Lincoln or whatever, where they're they're constantly doing like small iterations as they go along. You know oh, what I mean? Too. Like, yeah, like yeah. they're they're constantly updating. You don't see like drastic change, in, but like with the Harley Davidson whatever edition, and then they have the Dallas Cowboys something edition and yeah. of the F one fifty, which was the be- the, which is the best edition that there is. Uh, everyone knows that doesn't work. <laughs> And it's never gotten you to work on time for 20 years. So, so no, 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 no. That's, I get, I get why you would pick that car. And I, I love the McLarens. I love your Aston Martin choice. It's funny that I started it with a Ferrari. Incredible. And look where you are now. And look yeah. at where I am now. You couldn't even fucking <laughs> give me one for free. So do you think your Ferrari had legit miles or a little bit of? No, I don't know. It had a lot of miles. It a lot. It was used, obviously, and, and, and also this rolling back the miles. I wonder if it's for digital odometers or it works with the old school analog. Oh, it works with both. But how do they? But how do they? Hey, like, don't worry, go don't, don't and, worry about it, homie. It works with both. So th- this is this is an interesting question from Alexander MBL, and it, it kind of touches on what we were just talking about with the V8 DB11, and okay. like, does that still qualify as a supercar? But he's asking, what are your thoughts on brands bringing cheaper alternative stuff, such as the Bentayga? And the DB11 with the V8 variants, and does that make those two cars more appealing to you? Yeah, it does. It yeah. certainly does, right? Because for yeah. every major car now that they're making with the V12 twin turbo, they're putting that 4.0 V8 liter engine. And in the Aston, for example, in the DB11, and you tell me that DB11 with the 4.0 V8, that's the DB11 to get, right? It's yeah. raw and brutal, and just right? Like, yep, that was yeah. that was the. DB11 Why would you buy that like V12 Bentayga too? There's, yeah, there's and and, that, and that's or the continental, the, and that's the frustrating thing. It's like why why did they have to come out with a V12 Bentayga in the first place? Like, it well, just it feels too much. Like, a four four liter V8 twin turbo is is all you need. And now in today's yeah. in today's world, absolutely, you don't need more than that. And and they're doing it like that so that everyone goes and buys this stupid V12 because it's a yeah. Com- also, of course, car companies understand how stupid we are as customers, right? That. That's what really makes all of this yeah. happen. Because the fact that we're like, oh, V12 is way better than a V8. Well, well this is the cycle. First, first, when it comes out, the V12, so all the rappers can get it. <laughs> then the athletes. Yeah. Then the rich dudes. Mm-hmm. Then sales stop. Then you put a V8. Then you get the other people, right? Like, that's, you, 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 that's the cycle. Then you get your actual customers. Yeah, then you get your actual yeah, yeah, good yeah. lease payments and a good deal. And, like, you're actually selling cars. Oh, my God. Right? I, I don't know why they keep putting the V12 engine in the cars. That, that thing. Unless you need the V12 to make it smooth, kind of like the Rolls Royce. I don't understand why you got to throw. Should we ask Danny? We could. We could. I, I don't know if that's something that he would want to dip into because yeah, I, I, I think that I think that we are pretty critical of it. I don't conflict put, of interest. I don't want to put it. him in a bind because yeah. w- one question that I th- that keeps popping in my mind is with the the V8 Bentayga, like that's gonna that's gonna come in at about forty five thousand dollars less than what the V12 is, so mm-hmm. about one hundred and eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> to me, that's still too much. Yeah, for the Bentayga. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the Bentayga specifically. Yeah. Can I yeah. say at one fifty that car is still overpriced? The V twelve or the V eight? <sighs> Both. Yeah, would, exactly. Would you take exactly. a would you take a trail, uh, Trackhawk or a Bentayga? Trackhawk. I would take a Trackhawk. Yeah, too. yeah, but the, it's completely different though. I, I wouldn't I, I, say I, I, that but, the same person is going to be on but, the market for both cars. But, but they're making similar claims. Big horsepower. No, no, no. SUVs. They do. But one's like a luxury. You're buying the Bentley so that your wife can give you a head sometime. And you bought the track hawk. And by the way, if you're married and you reach the point in your marriage where you can buy a Bentega, you know there's no, there's no, yeah, I know, nothing going on. (laughs) So 
I don't know. I don't understand why this is still a, a thing. And, and especially with everything that's going on with the EPA and global warming and everywhere that we're going electric. How are car makers thinking that the V12 still like... I think this is the last generation. I think this is the last generation where you see a, of that of, the, of you see V12s because from twin turbo V6s and twin turbo V8s, we've but even even the Valkyrie, they forced that V12 into the car. They couldn't fit it. They had to make the car bigger. So for that, I think it's maybe they didn't have the funds to develop. No, they did a, a transplant. Right? They oh. did, but and they said we can fit a V8, no problem, or a V10, just not the V12 in here. That's the problem, and they were just. Oh, I need to make it a V12. So, so, so if they're squeezing as much as they can from the V12, I understand. But if you're, if you're but if you're squeezing out the same that you could squeeze out of V8, you want they're 100 doing thing? that. Yeah, uh, your F150 and my Raptor, we're, yeah. get, we're getting 11 miles a gallon. I've seen other people's Raptors; they're getting mm-hmm. 11 miles yeah. to the gallon, right? Yeah. How much worse does the V8? Like what I'm, what I'm saying is, they put the V6 in there, but I, I don't think there's that much more reward for the V6. That, like if it's one or two MPG difference, I'll be honest with you, I'm surprised that. Ha- how little the MPGs you're getting on your Raptors is with an, with that V6 EcoBoost. Yeah, and I'm engine. not driving. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not driving. I understand like an the, 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 the car the that I that I took out. Same exact engine. What are you getting? Yeah. It was it was 11 to 12. I was shocked. I was shocked. But I think it's because they're so big. Of, of course, I understand. Yeah, right? I understand all, all, that. All I'm saying is, why did you take the V8 out, dude? Like, didn't make, oh emissions? Like, no, no, no emissions. That's it. I, I think on paper it just shows two miles a gallon. You know more improvement, and so they use that. To, well, and you know that you need to accommodate your fleet to hit a certain average on right. miles to yeah. the gallon. It's a cafe, so it, because Ford is selling so many trucks that they that it's going to be very very difficult for them to to meet the cafe standards. That's why it's very important for them to be able to reduce that right 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 as much as possible, and for everyone else too. It's retarded that they're not. I can't wait till the GT500 comes out so we can take the engine out and put it into a Raptor. <laughs> that'd, that'd be a sick, would that be a sick car? That would be the sickest that would, that would, that would be amazing. Would you, would, you, would you consider doing Ray, that? Would you consider doing no. Ray, Ray would probably have a boner for the rest of his life if we gave him that, that you, task. How about you putting a Hellcat engine in the Raptor? <sighs> I would never drive any other car. May I, may I make a suggestion? Never. We know someone who's getting one in their classic. Let's Before they put it in his car, let's... Do a test run in a Raptor. What do you think? They can yeah. just do that. Get the fuck out of here. They're just popping the can you imagine engine. Like, hey, can and they just, just plug it into the hoses and that's that? Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, then engineering works exactly the way I thought it worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I wonder what... Other, oh, you, oh, by the way, a V8 does fit in that Raptor. Oh, of course. Because you can get a V8. No, no, it's fucking massive. Yeah. Let's get talk the fuck to Tommy and see what's the most horse-powered... Why? So we can always be like, oh, God, I wish I could put that LS3 or whatever motor. <laughs> exactly. That. No. Uh, you know what he's going to re- recommend? Just tuning it. No. Just put the LS3 on it, man. Yeah, exactly. How much you want to bet? Yeah, yeah, that, How much that, you want to bet? We go see him. Hey, Tommy, what do you think we should do to, to this? LS3. Put an LS3, man. <laughs> no, you know what we should do? We should go grab that Roush. Which one? I, the they, the Roush Raptor that they have I, sold. I, I, I don't. Oh, they already sold it. No, it's still sitting up there. I'm pretty sure no, they got it's another still one sitting now. up there. And I'll say, no way, dude. They let no, us drive that. So, so, so I uh, as soon as I saw uh, Tommy post it, and then Jeff post it, I reached out to Jeff. I reached out to Ivan. I reached out to Tommy. All of them. I said, how much for this? How much for this? And they said it's already like thirteen five marked up mm-hmm. from Roush. So the Roush. Roush package alone is yeah. thirteen five. Yeah, on top so you're of at ninety five thousand. Exactly. Least. So that you're at least starting there, and then you know whatever the markup is is plus that. When I messaged Ivan, he was like, "I already have a guy coming in for it tomorrow." See, oh. yeah, but that guy never showed up, and then Tommy posted it, and it's still sitting up there in the in the showroom. Are you sure? Yeah, I I'm thought positive. I saw it this morning. Gone. This morning, gone. I think I haven't looked at it. Okay, we, we've been here since six a.m. So I. <laughs> Well, actually, I've been here since 5.55, and you guys have been here since 6.45. Get the fuck so- out of here. I love how that gap keeps getting bigger. And also, every other day we've gotten here before you. Yeah, this is exactly. true. This is true. I know. I know. I'm sorry, everyone uh, just listening to us. I'm giving Buddy the, the finger. Oh, they'll see. Yeah. No, no, no. But anyone just listening. Oh, anyone right. just okay, listening. Got it, got it. <laughs> um, so, rolls with the Phantom... Yeah. And also with the Cullinan, because they're putting the same the same engine and powertrain in it, is a 6.75-liter V12 twin-turbo engine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but but that's that's that I, I get it. That is the uh, the top of the top, right? That they're they, throwing all the eggs in the basket. But I'm going to tell you why you need that engine for those cars mm-hmm. because it's smooth, 
like the whole progression of that engine is very smooth. Of course, of that's course. why you, you want have that a mass, motor. You have a there. massive car that's doing zero to sixty in less than five seconds. Yeah, yeah. top and speed one hundred fifty-five miles an hour. Yeah, easy. easy. And like, also, the other thing is you can't. Um, you can't put hybrid systems in because like auto start stop. Of course, you can't, you can't put anything. And, and we all hate auto start stop, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. not far. <laughs> I love it. He really loves I it. I do. But but with that, could you ever see Rolls Royce doing doing a V eight or less? Like they're gonna have to. They That's should I, go electric immediately right after the V twelves. But I think we will see an ugly V. It's not gonna be I, ugly. You know what? Yeah. If Rolls Royce is putting Putting out that engine is going to be a great engine. Because, I mean, we know with the trucks how sm- how smooth the trucks are with the engines that they have. Yeah. I, like, that's I don't moving think, a lot of weight. I don't think so, Alejandro. I don't think you'll see a V8. I think you're, you're going to have V12s until you transition into full electric. That's my opinion. That, that could also be the case, but it, it, the, it, the, it depends on however uh, they handle their fleet. Well, BMW handles the Rolls-Royce fleet, right? Yeah. Because if they handle it as a company of their own, they need to do something about that. Right. But if they don't. Because I think a, a twin turbo V8 may be too uh, harsh of a power plant for a Rolls Royce. Just my opinion. I it's agree. Just my opinion. I agree. I agree. And the I next, agree. the next thing that can give you that same V12 feeling is all electric. I'm looking for the email I got from Rolls Royce. Are you ready? Oh, there it is, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cullinan, enter the new terrain, and it says that Rolls Royce is delighted to introduce the all new model. Built with the same flawless precision and opulent luxury with added capability and tougher terrain. Mind you, when I talked to those guys, they announced that they said, fuck off-roading. This is just for the street. And now, do you agree that they're selling it as an off-roader a little bit? Well, they're going to let you know you could do a little bit more than just going to Whole Foods. Well, let me tell you exactly why they're doing this. They're wanting to dip into those Ura cells. Yep. They're wanting to say, hey, we can hang in this environment too. Yep. Like, yep. it's... It's don't 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 let Lamborghini fool you. We can do the same thing and still offer you the luxury experience that you want. And I can't, then, I can't do, wait for the videos. Do you know what Cullinan is? What named after the largest diamond ever found? Really, Cullinan. Wow! I can't wait for the off-roading footage of the Cullinan to see how what's the max that can show you. They, there's videos already online that Rolls Royce has released of the car with the camo on going off-roading. And what I'm saying is. Rolls Royce from the start said, "There's none of that gonna be happening. None of that gonna be happening here." But again, it doesn't hurt to like if the car can do it, it doesn't hurt to. Shoot but he cannot. Videos. Like they said, they developed the car purely I, I, but with it's gotta, the road. It's got to have on some. It has to have some off-road capability. It has to have some. You can't sell an SUV. You can't sell an SUV without that. I don't know, man. I I truly don't know. I don't know what the the. I don't know. I, then why say things when you don't mean them? <laughs> because it's free. Like if, I know, but if I'm developing a product, like legitimately, the the soul of the product is what I'm selling you, and that's completely compromised. Then what's? What, like, can I add this? What's the integrity? An engineer or a technical person told you that, right? And by the way, marketing department has a completely different take on this. You got to realize that marketing is the one who told me that. By the way, oh, can, I, can, can, can we take just a second? Yeah. Like, I just need a second because I, I've got somebody that I want us to talk to. Mm-hmm. We were talking about our first sports cars and things. And I and I kind of feel like this would be a good sports car to, to deal with. And that is the E63 AMG. OK. Hey, you're on the air with us. Who is this? Mom. Hey, mom? who is this? I was just trying to call my mom. Who is this? Is this, this is Parker. Ladies and this gentlemen, oh my God. Parker oh, Nerenstein from Vehicle Virgins here. I was like, what the fuck is going on? How are you, Parker? Parker, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't prep I'm them at all. I just, I just, I just called, told you to call. That's it. How long before you have your I'm, radio I'm show, Parker? Oh, Parker's going to have uh, his radio show soon. I don't know. As that long, would be sweet. I've as, never been on the radio. I, I will this tell you this. this like, awesome. my, like, like myself, you have a great face for radio. <laughs> that's what yeah that's what my mom says Wait, oh man come on she's even mean to you like that no no <laughs> you're a you're, lovely woman yeah, i was gonna say you seem you, like she's taking care of you so what do you want you guys are killing it you're radioing it now yeah we're well time. we're radioing it right now but we are doing the podcast in the same radio studio which is why we're able to call out now which is we i feel so important right now i feel like that's ryan secrets without any money or good looks. <laughs> and a little bit taller. 
And oh, get the fuck. Hey, by the way, no, fuck you, Farshad. Uh, buddy, what, what were we talking about so, before? So, so, er, so a while ago, we were talking about, uh, you know, Alejandro's first sports car. Uh, if if me and Fargini were getting a, a sports car, what what would that first one be? No, you said supercar. Yes, supercar. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Supercar. And I know, and I know that you you've you've had your your share of supercars, and you're you're changing things up and moving things up. But now you have this E63 AMG, which performs like a supercar, but it's still a family sedan, and in a way, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm curious where would you where would you categorize this car? Would you put it Would you put it as a supercar? Is it a sports car? Like how how does how does that feel to, feel to you? It's kind of a yeah. It's been a crazy experience having a car that. Uh... Yeah, seats five people pretty comfortably, as luxurious, has cooled seats, and then also does zero to 60 in under three seconds. I've, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Like, if you have a car that kind of does everything, is there a point to a supercar, or what? Uh, where does that fit into um, when you have a car like that? But I wouldn't say it's a supercar. It, it feels quite different when you're driving, uh, you know, something like a, a Lamborghini or a GT3 RS than a family sedan. I mean, it's crazy fast in a straight line, has awesome grip, but uh, it is still quite heavy and uh, right. nowhere near as right. raw as, as some of those supercars. And I think part of a supercar is like the overall experience, um, whether that's how intense the driving experience is, how much it stands out and draws attention to itself. And I yeah. mean, when, gonna you, have when you have super. a car like a Lamborghini, it, it kind of comes with, Stuff that's more than just the car. I mean, um, whether it's reactions or meeting a fellow Lamborghini owner or going on Lamborghini drives, stuff like that that doesn't happen as much with uh, something like an E63. But yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's crazy that these cars are getting this good. Yeah, and that, that's actually a similar thought that we have regarding the Raptors and, and the trucks. Is like, well, the Trackhawk, dude. Yeah, that, the Trackhawk as well. We were saying because for $95,000, you can buy these Jeep Cherokee, like Grand Cherokee, right? Ninety-five thousand dollars with a seven seven hundred and seven horsepower V eight supercharged a, a, a engine, warranty. dude. And it's insane how good it is at being a truck, and it's insane how good it is to being uh, it is at being fast and all those crazy yeah. things. Like nothing. Yeah, I even drove a uh, an SRT eight, uh, not the Trackhawk, but the step down before they made the Trackhawk yeah. of the current gen. Uh, Grand Cherokee. I drove it on the track. <laughs> oh my it god! Actually, was almost kind of good around a track. Can you imagine? Like, wow. what the fuck? The the future is incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Because back then, car makers were trying to make cars that were compromised. Where it was a great sports car and a luxury car, and it wouldn't be either one. It was like a piece of shit in between. And now you can exactly. Act- and now you can, you can actually, actually get do both. Multiple th- th- there's yeah. real complete cars now. Yeah. Complete cars. They have everything. Like, they're talented at multiple things, and they're great at each one of those. It's also a reflection of the times. Like, everyone has to be multi-talented in their jobs and yeah. their work. It's just everyone's got to be multi-talented. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Parker, I want to pick, I want to pick your brain a little bit because, you know, you have an automotive engineering degree. And I, I'm curious, we were just talking about the, the shift of V12s down to V8s and also V8s down to V6, you know, with trucks and such. Do do you see do you see any performance change any in engineering change that that w- we would see like Rolls Royce go from a V12 down to a V8 in the future or or wh- what what is going on in your opinion with this evolution of making a smaller and this, and this comes because the Vin, the Ventega, for example, the Bentley truck is coming now with a V8 and the V12 option, and the V8 is way sure. cheaper and probably going to be equally as fast, just like in the DV11. That that's where this is coming from. What do you think about the V12 still compared to where it was before and where it's going? Well, one thing that's interesting that's happening right now is that manufacturers for a while have been downsizing the engines and boosting them, so going from a six cylinder to a turbo four. Or from a V8 to a twin-turbo six-cylinder because um, they performed extremely well the way the EPA ran tests. So they would they would run these tests on the cars at certain RPM ranges and, and in situations that really don't mimic real-life driving. So you have, I don't know, a, a BMW 3 Series that performs super well on an EPA test, and then when you actually drive it in real life and you get on the gas, then turbocharged cars actually aren't all that efficient and you end up 
not getting that good miles per gallon. So I think right now there there is a little bit of confusion and, and panic on, oh, wait a minute, the formula that we had before might not work because the EPA is totally changing the way they're, so, they're testing cars So that's now. why we see the back and forth. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were having that problem with the... I knew that the turbo cars weren't as clean as they thought, but I didn't know that this was like, a, oh, maybe we should go with a bigger engine, less turbo. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, they're running, like, these mathematical tests through different ranges and, and just running the engines in situations that aren't really even possible um, or going to be likely replicatable by an average driver and that's why those mpgs aren't actually that current because if you look at the sticker on the raptor if you look at the sticker on the raptor it's 15 in the city 19 in the highway there's no way dude no we're we're getting 11 even even downhill we're gonna get anywhere near 15 (laughs) yeah yeah and like my my e63 i forget what the rated fuel economy is but it certainly isn't 12 and that's what i'm getting yeah yeah of course and and by the way we're all within the same Whenever you have a big boy car, you're always going to be getting around 10 to 12 miles <laughs> yeah. per gallon. And, and my point, being, yeah, and my, so my point being, Parker's getting 12 miles to the gallon. We're getting 11. Just fucking put the fucking V8 in there and figure out the fucking emissions. And here's Farshad. He didn't want to get a Hellcat because of gas mileage. I'm in it now. Parker, question for you. The Trackhawk, yeah. the Trackhawk. We've been told, yeah. okay, from uh, Sam and Dan from Black and White, that they told him under 500 miles to break in miles, okay, the car will only give you 500 horsepower, right? And then after 500 yeah. miles, you will get the 707 and launch control will be activated. What is your take on this? So a lot of cars, um, it's kind of crazy because you hear everything from, oh, the car out of the factory is already broken in because they've already ran the engine through a bunch of heat cycles to, oh, you need to baby it for 2,000 miles. Um, yeah. I was kind of going through that what the heck do I do on this new E63? Do I, I had it in Germany. It's like, do I follow the rules or, Hey, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Do I just go crazy flat out on the Autobahn? Um, a lot of it has to do with when an engine is new, it, it actually deforms slightly. So when it heats up and cools down, when you're running it and then turning the car off, the metal actually expands and contracts. Uh, and eventually it kind of sets into its own and also, while that's happening, you get some metal shavings and the oil and, and stuff has to clear out. And that's why a lot of cars have oil changes at like a thousand miles or you have to change the diff fluid at a thousand miles. And I think with that car, they're just trying to limit it a little bit so that it causes slightly less harm to the car. So you're not going flat out because they think maybe the type of guy who buys a Trackhawk is like... Well, I'm not listening to that. We're just freaking going. (laughs) Which we're not. And do these cars have that uh, ability to do that? Monitor the mileage, uh, you know, range Well, based on what he was saying, it was just like it's a part of what the car does. Like it's a part of the engine process, right? But there's not a single mechanism that you know of, right, Parker, that goes, boop, okay, 500 miles, go. Parker? Did we lose Parker? Yep. I'm I'm here. I'm here. Did, did you, did hear, you what? hear what I what I was asking? I'm sorry, Parker. We had some technical difficulties. There okay. was a dog on the loose. Can you repeat? <laughs> okay, now I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was asking a question that I totally forgot. Do you remember what it was, Farshad? <laughs> I don't. Re- oh, 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 we were saying uh, Alejandro. Uh, I was saying uh, Parker. Do these cars have that technical ability to just? Monitor, oh. monitor the mileage and, and detune it and all that kind no, of stuff. But, and, and, and what I was saying is that based on your answer, Parker, I don't think so. Even though the engine has to go through these processes of expanding and doing whatever it does until it gets like completely settled, it's not an electronic component that goes, okay, now at 500 miles, I'm just going to open up and you're good to go. Correct. Yeah, it doesn't limit. Because part of that could be a safety thing too. Like if it really limited everything you could do with the car and all of a sudden you need to accelerate full flat out to get out of the way of a semi-truck or something, and the car's like, well, I haven't hit 400 miles yet, so uh, RIP to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. But, 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 but also, but they're saying you get, you get, basically what they're saying is it's like having the black key and the red key. You get but, 500 horsepower until you reach, I'm sorry, yeah, you get 500 horsepower until you reach 500 miles, and then, and then the car will let you have the full 707. But then, but then again, hang on a second. We drove it, and the moment we stepped, like, we put the, the car on that screen, the performance screen, and we accelerated, and it showed 650 horsepower in that pool. Do you agree that that's that? I, I agree, but also someone else told me that they did some reading, and the 
computer that sh- displays the horsepower is not connected to the compu- the, the the actual main computer who's controlling the, the What engine. would be the point of having it then? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, yeah, Parker? That sounds, that sounds, <laughs> sounds retarded. Hilarious. No, that sounds retarded for sure. <laughs> whoever, whoever told you that, if he works at a car company... Never buy a car from that car company. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I, won't. <laughs> I think we're going to see him next week. We'll, we'll grill him on this next week. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, quick question before we get out of here uh, with you, Parker. On the on the radio show that we did earlier today, there was one question we had. with a, mm. If you had a million dollars to spend on one car, one car, and we'll, we'll circle back up on our three questions after we get done with Parker, what would it be for you, Parker, if you had a million dollars to spend on one car today? Oh, Wow. That is that is a crazy question. Um, and so, do you have other cars, or it's literally like the only car you can drive? Or no, no, no. no. you just you, have you a just million, buy one car. Like it doesn't matter if car. you're going to own it for the rest of your life or not. Just one million dollars today to buy a car and tell us why. Whew. Honestly, this is kind of a lame answer considering who I'm talking to. But I'd, I'd probably get a Carrera GT. For the, uh, oh, wow. I've already kind of got the the comfortable car. I could get something pretty ridiculous, not really that practical. It's also if I don't drive it too much, gonna continue to go up in value forever. Hey, that's um, that's not that's lame at all. That's get, a, man. That's exactly that's what exactly, I said. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what Ali said. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I ask Parker another question we did on the radio show? Yeah. Okay, Parker, ready? Yep. Okay. Which vehicle are you most likely to get a hand job from a girl because you have this vehicle? Okay, a Ford Raptor. I think he just hung up. I think Parker. I think Parker, Parker just hung up. Parker. I think he just hung up on us. Is that too like risque for him? <laughs> All right. I guess, wow. we'll, I guess we'll never know. Ho- hopefully, their relationship <laughs> is still good. There he goes. I hope he got a hand job. Oh, maybe he was getting one, and he was like, "I don't need a Raptor or anything." Cut to he calls me. Hey, can I borrow your Raptor this weekend? Hey, hey I was giving myself a hand job. <laughs> I'd like to do it in your Raptor. You know what? Ever since I got my Raptor, honestly. I just can't stop my hand from not. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get it because the Raptor gets you more hand jobs, and my hand is the only it, one giving it, me the hand job. So, it, it, by the way, uh, it's a pretty sad story. It actually, it'd actually be really difficult to get one in a Raptor if you think about it's it. The worst car. It, to no, get no, it. no. It's amazing for the back seat. You can get an incredible handy on the no, back seat. No, but you're you're not you're not down to get a handy in the back seat. Like if you're going to the back I, seat, I, I you better have, go for look, something yeah, else. Look, look, do you remember me sitting on that booster chair that you had <laughs> yes, in your truck? Yes, yes, yes. My ass, no problem, fits in that center console thing. So I can literally sit up there with my ass <laughs> like just hanging my dick up there and just let let nature run its course. And usually with these Right in the middle of it. So I don't have a fucking problem with the raptor or the way it's set up. Homie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're not getting handies, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I guess it's desperate measures. <laughs> I guess I guess it's like, I'll do anything, man. I guess, I guess it's more room for your own arm. I'll do anything. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be PG on, bum, on this podcast. Bum. No, it's not. It's not? No, oh, I thought not. the radio show was rated R and this one was PG. No, no? I, I think they're both just a disaster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got now? Uh, I, guys, I've totally forgot that i was coming with topics on this <laughs> i got i got it i got in the mode of like back in the radio of just kind of like, letting right. it letting it fly right um another question chris hart hartley hold on it's I'm not it's kidding. not harlequin chris harikian I, th- uh. I think he's from glendale um, <laughs> he's asking what is the cheapest sports car you would buy of this year sports car yeah that's interesting that is interesting there's a lot of sports cars I, gt3 but that's not, wait, how much? What was the price? There's not a price. What's the cheapest sports car you would buy buy of this year? He's saying the cheapest, the cheapest. One fifty. But that's not the cheapest sports car out there. But the cheapest sports car you would buy. Oh, you would got it, got it, got it. What's the cheapest sports car you would buy of this year? The GT3. No question about it for me. Uh, gosh. Now I'm, let me ask you this: Have I bought a sports car this year? Eighteen of them. No, no, no. Sports cars. The GTR. Or do you have that in the supercar category? GTR, GTR, GT, uh, GTR, or GT3, either one. A uh, lot of value for your money. I mean, a lot of value for your money. I think, I think you should. I think he may be asking in the way of what is the cheapest sports car that you would buy. Like, what's the absolute cheapest sports car that you would buy? I'm, I'm leaning towards a 350 GT350. 
Okay. Right. Okay. You can't count the stinger, right? That's that's a saloon or a sedan. Well, where does where does a stinger fit? Like, cause it's kind of got sports car performance, doesn't it's it? It's a sports car, though. It's a sports sedan. It's a sports sedan. It's that's what you got to. Now we're now we're jumping into other categories. Right? Can we just go into clear sports cars? Okay, clear. How sports about that? Cars. Sports cars. Two door. Two like, door. For example, two doors. Two doors. Yeah. He's fucking jag. That's a come yeah. on, dude. That's a sports that's, car. That's, that's what that's I'm actually, saying. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. actually a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, well, the baseline would be it's got to have at least two doors. So which one's yours? <sighs> I might do the Vantage. Okay. I might do the Vantage. Oh, that's the. Best when did he become an Aston Martin guy? I, uh, ever okay. since we saw that Vantage, yeah. because I hated the idea of it too. No, no, no. But just hearing him no, say, "I'm an Aston Martin guy," because of Ivan, <laughs> because of Ivan, because of okay. Ivan and his trip and watching his stories. And him talking about like what makes an Aston Martin Aston Martin, and he keeps talking about dynamics and this and that. And I go, and to me, it's like, huh? Aston really does all that. Farshan's like dynamics. Hmm. Huh. I, I enjoy <laughs> dynamics. So Aston Martin Vantage. Yeah, because I you. want dynamics. What about you, buddy? <laughs> by the way, Parker. <laughs> what he said. By the way, my answer is a vanquish about which one you're more likely to get a hand job in. <laughs> A vanquish. <laughs> he, he didn't hear the Hellcat uh, oh, Raptor. Oh, the part of yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't hear that part. Got it. He just hung up Got when it. he heard bl- uh, blow, a vanquish. Blowjob, handjob, hand whatever job. it is. Whatever it is. Um, what's to you? What's classier, a handjob or a blowjob? Classier. That's a weird category. To wow, that is an interesting question. See, um, I think which I, is classier? I think a blowjob is classier because. Dirty hand job. Anyone can do that. You take the art of a hand job out of it every day. But when you when you do get a properly executed hand job, there's nothing like it. I'm just letting you know. I I would say I would say a BJ. I think a BJ is classier. Classier. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure how do you quantify classier. It's just classier. Like you can. Like let me let me tell you this. You can go in a dirty alley and get both. Right? Do you agree? Okay. But you can pretty much get a handy anywhere. Like, you can get a handy in the movies, and probably if there's no one around you or close, you can get away with it. Okay. But right. a BJ, you can't. Hold on. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. We were just talking about this in the other on the, the radio show yesterday okay. the other day. A cop pulls up, and you're getting a hand job or, and a, BJ. or a BJ. Okay. Which one will he most likely arrest you for? The BJ. So it's less classy. No. Boom, uh, I got you, homie. No. Yep, I got you. No. Hang on. What's classier, a BJ or cocaine? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I don't know how we're quantifying classy. I That's think, what I'm saying. I, you, why are you trying to quantify classy? <laughs> because I don't Just know think about classy. But whatever, whatever means classy to you. That's the right answer. But I'm a dumpster diver. Like, that's classy to me. But that's fine. Th- then you should know. Then then you're a, a handy. A classy, I'm a classy. You're a classy handy guy. But I will tell you this. As you get older, you'll appreciate handies. More? Just trust me. You, you'll see. Trust I me. don't think so. I think I I appreciate the, the job of the blow. <laughs> and more blueberries, guys. And more double blueberries. Down, double, that's what Fargini's been saying. Guys, he's been eating double, blueberries. Double down on blueberries. Homies. He's been eating on blueberries, and by eating the blueberry, he doesn't have to take any other blue pill. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And also, Rodrigo told you the same thing, homie. He's, he has blueberries every morning. Yeah, but I feel like... It's going to be a wasted, <laughs> a wasted I, I feel body like Rodrigo's, function. Rodrigo's just wasting those blueberries. I think <laughs> I think he's just ready. But that's the thing. You always be stay ready so you don't got to get ready. <laughs> be woke so you don't wake. Okay. So what what was your original question before we got to the what's classier a blowjob or a handy? So it was it was, uh, it was sports car. Oh my it was god, the cheapest sports car. So you would go Vantage. I would go Vantage. You would go GT three fifty. I would say GT three fifty R, but the GT three fifty is so close in compare comparison, and you're saving a little bit more money. It's a GT three fifty. Big fan. I'm a big fan of the GT three fifty and the R two, but I'm. I think if if I'm gonna just dive into that world, it's gotta be something chunkier, like a vantage. But but to change it up from Fargini's answer, I'll pick the vantage. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I'll get the I'll get the convertible. You get the, no, no, no. The I'll get the GT3. Honestly, the GT3. Yeah, because I, yeah. I I feel like it'll be cheaper than the vantage. No, I feel like it will. I think if it's not right GT350 will be cheaper than a Vantage. A GT350. Well, no shit. Uh, I'm sorry, GT3. That's what I meant. The GT3 will be cheaper yeah, right? than the Vantage. Yeah. How much is a GT3? 
It's like, like 140, 150. Mm-hmm. Homie, yours was 170, 180, wasn't it? Yeah, but mine had a paint job that was like 20-something thousand oh, dollars. Oh, yeah, I got it. And the Vantage starts at 150. Yeah. It starts at 150, and then but in, in, the sta- in the States, I think it's going to be 170, 175. That's the exact number, yeah. uh, the exact number I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I love that Vantage, but yeah. I think if I'm going to go with value, I'm going to take the Porsche. And you're, Just and, off the and, bat. And you love yeah. the precision of a Porsche. I do love everything about the Porsche. So... I also think I'm out of the VIP program. Uh, Are you? How do you know? Because there's the new GT3 RS that came out, and we all got an email about it, but I didn't get a do you want one email. Uh, I'm going to hit him up and ask. Yeah, you should. You should. If not, just check it off the, the list of manufacturers that don't want to offer you uh That's cool another one. Yeah. That's, just <laughs> just check be, it hey, off the list. That would just be another one. It's the only one that I have that gives me cool cars. And another one. And another one. <laughs> See, guys, don't ever give up. Always follow your dreams. I buy cars from companies that don't want to sell me anything. I need to put that one on the uh, soundboard. Oh, you, got, you guys, one. we got six and minutes. Then... We have to leave here at 11. Okay. okay, so do your good news, bad news, Fargini. And everybody, we're going to jump into Fargini's good news and bad news with Fargini. Here we are. Ready? With Fargini. <clears throat> good news. 2019 Mazda MX-5 Miata. Uh-huh could pack an extra 26 horsepower. What's the bad news? Shit, I just did the math. It only adds up to 181 horsepower still. Oh. <laughs> oh. That is that's not a big increasing power. Uh Bentley, we're talking about Bentley. Yeah, what about uh, one of 300 Bentley Continental GT3R up for sale? One of 300. Yeah. That is good news. Yeah. What's the bad news? They made 300 of these? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, oh, this is, some, this is some good news, Ford. I really news. didn't see that coming. Well done. Uh, Ford picks Miami for a major autonomous car test. That's good news. Ford What's picks, the bad news? Ford picks Miami for a major autonomous car test. Oh, shit. Some of the cars have already gotten a DUI. <laughs> Get it? Because people in Miami really uh, like to party. Yeah, they really party, do enjoy their party. Okay. And the last one. This is really good news. You can now pick up your new Porsche from the Los Angeles Experience Center. That's that's honestly that's great re- news. Really good news. What's yeah. the bad news? Whatever you do, don't tell them you know us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the other bad news. Unfortunately, Alejandro, you won't be able to pick up cars there anymore because you're no longer in the VIP program. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and with that, we're going to leave you guys. Thank you so very much for listening to us. Thank you uh, to everyone that went on Solomonian.com and posted these questions. We really appreciate you guys. You guys are what make this community great and what give us all the ideas for all of our delicious and sweet content that we, we create gladly for you with a big smile on our face. So thank you very much to everyone there, Solomonian.com. Incredibly appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week with uh, a lot more. Uh, now that we're getting into this habit of doing the podcast and we're the radio show, out. we're figuring this shit oh, out. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and thank you guys.